0: Welcome to the show where we're so talented, so funny, and so smart. We're doing something so un wholeheartedly original. That's right, we're doing an It Chapter 2 movie review on this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast. So the day before this was recorded, I actually went and seen It Chapter 2. I was a huge fan of It Chapter 1, and uh, I admittedly have not seen the original mini series or read the book. But, dear lord, I have read the Wikipedia page enough times, and uh, I have seen enough movie analysis and everything that I get where they're going. So I'm not going to be relying upon the nostalgia factor to tell you whether this movie is good or not. What I am going to be doing is looking at it from a critical standpoint and saying, is the new one good? Uh, this is not going to be a review of the first chapter, just of the second chapter, using the first chapter only as supplementary material. That being said, TLDR, I enjoyed the movie a lot. A whole lot. It was a lot of good things wrapped up. Into this uh, almost three hour long film. The characters were great. All of the characters played well off of each other. I'd seen some reviews that they had no chemistry. And I actually, on some levels, agree and also wholeheartedly disagree. Because there is a sense in which these characters were uh, living in different areas and lost all recollection of the city of Derry. And, therefore, they grew up, not they grew as adults, not remembering their childhood friends. So, it's like if you went and met somebody you knew 20 years ago, and now you come together, of course you're not going to have, you know, any chemistry because you don't know that person you don't remember the good times or the bad times with them so there's no chemistry because there's not supposed to be chemistry if there was chemistry it would feel awkward and not great the scares i felt were actually well earned there was a couple like mostly they were all jump scares but i'm okay with that in this film um i don't need prolonged horror because it's I mean, if you really think about it, the premise is kind of goofy. A killer clown that feeds off of fear? Cool. Oh yeah. The clown's not actually a clown, it's some other entity. Okay. That's inherently goofy. And it works. It's not like comedy horror, like, uh terrible movies such as thanks killing or yoga hosers or anything like that it's there's comedy in a horror film which the more i think about the more it works um some people are, say it's and even myself sometimes say it's a little bit of tonal whiplash but then when i stop and think about it like these characters are supposed to be beat characters so it kind of makes sense that they fill these archetypes you know the the stoic leader the historian the joker the person who is inherently scared who has the most to overcome over everyone you've got the righteous warrior who can be the leader the person who wants to take out this threat because well They have a personal connection to it. All of the cast... Plays well off of each other. And the older cast... Plays well with the younger cast. Now, some of the characters... It did take me... Longer than I'd really like to uh, admit. That I was like... Who is that again? Is he a child actor? Who is that? So... When they age up, you're sitting there like, Oh, who was that? I don't quite remember that character. Maybe they were in the background. Maybe they just, you know, they chose a different actor that I was like, Oh, yeah, it makes sense once you realize it. All of the characters in this movie are great. All of the actors were pristine picks. I could not have picked a better cast if I had an unlimited budget And unlimited time. These characters were great. These characters played well off of the younger selves that they are supposed to be emulating. Uh, So I'm I'm excited by it. It was really, really good. It didn't feel like three hours other than my ever-increasing need to pee. Which, let's talk about that in a theater. Why is it whenever you go to the theater... You sit down, and 20 minutes in, you're like, hmm, this is going to be an interesting movie. Because, man, I've not been sucking down my soda, but, or my lemonade in my case. You're sitting there going, I've never had to pee more. I think it's a movie theater curse. But, back to the movie, I think that it works so well. They are able to touch on so many of our Topics, um, they were able to touch on the small city vibe that existed within that world of Dairy, Maine. There's so much done right, and I, I think that there, the the flaws in it are only minor technical flaws for me, because like the dialogue was really good. It sold you the idea of a small town and the small town mentality. It was a lot rougher in uh, in this one than in chapter one, because you have a more adult cast rather than a child cast. With adults, you can do a lot more. And they did. They absolutely did. The movie opens with um what a lot of people and somewhat rightfully so, there is a hate crime against uh a uh a homosexual couple. And it makes you it sells you that idea of this is a small town that still hides the darkness in their heart. And Some would argue that that is the influence of the entity that lives under the town, that is known as Pennywise. But some could also say that's the small-town mentality of being trapped in the past, as it were. It sells you that idea in in a brutal fashion. Did it need to be so brutal? Probably not. Did it sell you that idea right out the gate? Absolutely. And it sells you that idea, and by flashbacks showing the '80s, and it gives you that idea, and goes, okay, the '80 80, in '89 was a very different time socially. They had slurs that are unacceptable in modern society, and were unacceptable then, but was a thing. It really sold you that idea that there is a time difference. That it gives you that time in the past and makes you go, wow, things were vastly different than they are now. But the more things change, the more things stay the, stay the same. While I was watching it, I had the striking thought of, what is old is new again? And that Pennywise comes back and things that were... Come to be again fears arise people start acting irrationally angrily and darkness boils within their heart it absolutely sells you that idea in the movie and it gives you that idea of you can't live by forgetting the past you have to accept the past the good and the bad And for a good chunk of the movie, the characters had to go through that literally. They had to go find tokens or totems or whatever you want to call them. But really, what they were is they had to go and face their fear. Face something that actually held darkness in their heart. Things that they had forgotten. Things that they had wished they could forget. Happy memories they wanted to remember. It was a lot of good metaphysical ideas. Because the villain of this movie is very metaphysical. It's a character that lives on fear, lives on perception. Which can be taken as a social allegory for current modern day issues. It's less of a physical problem, more of a social allegory of holding fear in our hearts makes something stronger i think even harry potter touched on that when they kept saying the fear of a name keeps the fear alive when they would never refer to voldemort they just call him he who shall not be named by fearing something you give it absolute power over you and by forgetting you're unable to grow and something I noted, and you don't get a whole lot of time with the adult cast outside of Dairy, but you can almost see a reversion. These are adults with adult lives, and when they go back to Dairy, they kind of revert back into their childlike mentality, you know, telling dumb your mom jokes, constantly picking at each other like kids would pick at each other, but. Not out of hatred or anger, but because they care about each other. You know, as kids, you insult your friends because, well, you're just not mature enough to go, Hey, you know what? I love and appreciate you. So you pick on them. It's a really really good movie, and it kind of gives you that feeling of entering into a phase in life And it makes you stop and think about the bigger idea of growing up uh, and becoming a whole complete adult. Because as a whole, before they went back to dairy, they weren't complete adults. They had a huge gap in time that they had no recollection. They were not complete. And being a complete adult means looking back over your life and looking at things and saying, you know what? I wish I could change that, but I can't. I'll accept that. I wish I could forget that, but it's important that I remember that. And realizing there are things that you wish you could remember, but you can't. So it kind of gives you that idea of being a complete, whole, healthy adult means being able to look back at your past and go, I'm not proud of that. And living in Shadow and fear of something. You know, we all have those things in our past that maybe we don't like remembering. Maybe it's a dark time in school. Maybe it's, you know, stupid things we did and friends that we lost. But by looking back on it and accepting it and not sitting there and going, I wish I could change it. I wish I could change it if I could go back. There was never that sense of, I wish I could forget this ever in the film. There was characters that said, "Oh man, I, I think I was better off," but they stuck around. They stayed together with the friends that they had had as kids, and after they take care of the uh the entity known as Pennywise, they are able to remember for all time they don't forget their vow that they made at the end of chapter One has been completed. they've made a full journey, so this movie has a metaphysical idea for metaphysical villain for a metaphysical weapon. There's at one point this one of the characters is given a like a, a fence rod. I don't know what the technical term for it is, but it's like a bar that you put on a fence. And it was in Beverly called it a monster killing weapon. It was just a piece of a fence. It wasn't anything special. It was belief... And courage... That made it into something... Uh... Worthy to kill a monster. To weaken a monster. It wasn't anything special. And... I think that that speaks on a lot of levels. That sometimes it's the things that aren't special... That are able to accomplish the most. Sometimes... We're scared as adults. We're scared that we're making bad choices. That there is no safety net for us anymore. But that's just it. Stepping forward into the light and courage... And being able to say, I'm ready to face it... Makes you even more stronger. Makes you stronger, is the correct way to put that. So, as a movie, I think it does... Really well. Some of the graphics are a little goofy. You know, they may not look the best, but I think the positive overwhelms the negative. I would highly recommend this film if you are a horror movie fan. If you're a comedy movie fan, I think there's enough comedy in here to keep it going. Because while it's a horror film, you are never left in horror most of the scares are startling i've likened it rightfully so to a balloon popping a balloon popping scares you but it's not scary you're not going to be waking up in the middle of the night in horror that a balloon is popping in your closet yeah maybe you may have a fear that there may be a spider clown in your closet but that's just a little odd not gonna say it's bad because I'm not here to tell you that your fears are wrong. But what I am saying is it's not scary. You're not going to be horrified leaving going, oh, I'm sleeping with the lights on tonight. No, that's reserved for the movie signs. But I think that it's really good. I think that if you have the time and you're a fan of movies that make you go, Huh. And you do want to have uh, moments where it is scary where it does startle you, then I think you should wholeheartedly go see this movie. Get you a, a nice drink, get you some popcorn, sit down, watch this film, ration out the drink, because there is not... Once you break into like the hour mark, it's not a good time to leave the room. Just saying, there's a lot of things that happen pretty quickly, but never at a breakneck speed where you're like, whoa, 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 I'm, I don't know. Um, the only other negative that I can have is you may feel some tonal whiplash, and I think that's okay, because it doesn't, it cuts the horror with comedy and cuts the comedy with horror. It's kind of that Reese's Peanut Butter Cup effect, you've got your horror in my comedy movie, you've got your comedy in my horror movie, and now it's better for it. The other part is only a technical thing, and I think it may just be for me. For the love of God, if you are making a movie, do not intentionally shine primary light sources into the camera. It sucks. Stop it. I think that's just a gripe that I have with most modern movies. Is they shine lights directly into the camera, and you're like, cool, didn't need that. The only other warning that I could give is there is a scene that has a lot of flashing lights and is very, um, if you are prone to photosensitive seizures or anything like that, that might be your time to go uh, Go to the bathroom, go get a refill on your popcorn or your drink or whatnot. Because it, even I was going, okay, that's It's a little rough. I'm not super photosensitive, nor am I prone to epilepsy or seizures, but man, it was not fun, that scene. I was like, Cool, this is a useful scene for storytelling, but man, I really wish we hadn't done it like this, so I think that if you're on the fence about going and seeing it, go go with a group of friends, go alone, just go, have some fun. There's enough jokes in there, um that you will find yourself laughing after being startled, which is okay it makes sure that fear is not instilled in your heart. By no means is it like a, it's going to stick with you for a while. The metaphysical idea will. the Fear, not so much. It's not a movie that wants you to be afraid. It is a movie that wants you to be brave. Which I think is the core of the movie. And I think you can take some... Social commentary from it if that's your thing and it absolutely is my thing no, it's it's an idea of don't be afraid of what should be rightfully scary By being afraid you're only making it stronger by being unwilling to face it. You're making it hold power over you To face your demons is to stand up and have courage and say There will be a day that I will not stand up, but today is not that day. Standing up to the darkness within yourself, within your situations, I think that it's important to stand up with courage. And courage doesn't mean not being afraid. Courage is being afraid and standing up anyway. I think that people mistake those two. And I myself thought in this film, man, not being afraid is a lot harder. But I think there's a difference between being afraid and being fearful. These characters absolutely had to be be afraid. But they stood up anyway. Because it was right. Because if they didn't, more people would be hurt. So I think that's a good lesson to learn from a movie. As much as we probably shouldn't learn lessons from movies. Being courageous and doing what's right doesn't mean you're not afraid. It means that you're afraid and you do it anyway. That is my movie review for it. I think you should wholeheartedly go see it. Um, there's There's only a few minor technical things for me that really stuck out. But all in all, it was a good film. It was worth the money to go see. I enjoyed it. I didn't leave Cinder going, man, sequel is not as good as the original. That's okay. That is okay. That's one of the rare instances that it it actually is a, a thing. So I think, go see it. Go have some fun. Go make a day out of it. Go see a good movie. I think that you'll enjoy it. And if you go and see it, let us know what you thought of it down below i hope that you have a wonderful week going forward do something awesome for somebody stand up for what's right be courageous you can be afraid but stand up anyway that's the core of battling the darkness so until next week i hope that you all have a wonderful week and remember we all float down here Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore n as in nancy underscore chill you can also find links to the articles games and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below thanks again for watching and until next time